0: Thank you for joining us for Riding Through the Ages, our revolving journey through the eras of Kamen Rider. My name is Eric. My name is Eugene. And today we'll be watching episode 5 of the 30th season of Kamen Rider, the first season of the Rewa era, Kamen Rider 01, entitled His Passion His Passionate Path of Manga.
1: I cannot <laughs> imagine a serious character coming.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, it was written by Masaya Kakehi, directed by Taiyaki Shinbaisaka. These are some complicated names. No, I'm just saying them really badly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we do that, uh, talk about what you've been lo- looking for, of uh, what you've been working on, looking forward to, or
1: what have uh, I been doing? Yeah, you know, this week kind of sucked for me. Um. What did it start with? It started with me, uh, coming home from a trip to find out that my car won't start. Yeah. So if that wasn't bad enough, I fell down the stairs because they were icy and hit so hard that I broke my watch, which was like a two hundred dollar watch. I mean, it, okay, the case isn't broken, so it can be fixed. Yeah. Uh, this is the same week where I had to wait four days for internet because we were switching from satellite to cable, <laughs> and uh. Realized how much you do with the internet. Oh gosh! It's like, and then also we were switching from uh, to a different phone plan, so uh, I still don't have phone service. And it just it's like oh all this happening at once. It's like it never you know it never just happens one at a time. It's always like you get four or five things together. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to say what all I've been up to because it, really it's just been a bunch of twiddling my thumbs and kind of waiting for stuff, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know together it's still. Not that bad. I'm still having a good time with uh, you know certain things that I do. You know I still play Dungeons and Dragons on Sundays.
0: Uh, we do the podcast. So for me, I've been setting up because I'm going on my vacation next week. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going to Japan. Be there for two weeks, and I'll be doing all sorts of cool stuff. Um, we record way in advance, so uh, so we don't have huge gaps and. So by the time this comes out, I'll have been ba- I'll be back already. But I got a reservation for Common Rider, the diner. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go get some zero one and like Ichigo stuff and to like eat and take photos of it and um and uh I'm also going to like the Pokemon cafe. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to Disneyland, uh, see the Tokyo Tower, go to Shiki Fish Market. You no know, a bunch of different things. I changed my view on how I'm doing my vacation because originally I was going to plan all these things for each each to do each day, and instead I'm going to plan one thing a day, uh huh, and then do that thing, and then just have free time. Yeah, the and then just the- wing it. Yeah, so it will be like, this day I'm going to Tokyo Tower, and whatever's happening around that area is what you're going to do. I'm going to do wander around and things like that. This day I'm going to go to Akihabara, and I'm just going to go one around October.
1: Check all the shops. That's probably like a two-day thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get sucked in. And you spent like $2,000 on merchandise you didn't want.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily, I am not bringing any checked bags. Okay, good idea. So I'm not going to load myself down with souvenirs. And if I do want to, I can buy luggage there <laughs> and put the stuff in that luggage to check it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just excited for that. Got to do all these prep and things like that. Uh, for a two day work week. Yeah, I'm just working two days. Well, I worked yesterday, but yeah, just two days, uh and I get out early tomorrow because of all these things. So I only have to work uh, nine hours one day and twelve hours the next day. Which for people who don't know, that's short work week for me. Yeah, that's very short. <laughs> I I work three twelve, so just one having to work only one twelve, it's pretty nice. Yeah, we're talking about common writer. Zero
1: one. Because, uh, like I was saying in, in the last episode of the episode before, I can't remember, we we had a bit of a, a hiatus because I wasn't feeling too great. Uh, and so this is two weeks after our last uh, recording, yeah. basically. And uh, basically the next day after recording, he's like, man, I found some stuff out about what we were wanting to talk about. Because episode three, I got really angry at the main character. Yeah. Of Zero One. And uh, episode four, I was like, you know what, maybe it was a little too harsh. Maybe it was a translation error. And he's like, I'm gonna look into it. Yeah. And so he, the next day he's like, okay, I looked into it, and I really want to tell you this.
0: So one of the things we did on episode <laughs> four that we're going to do this time is I've seen all the episodes we've watched besides zero one. I've seen mm-hmm. all of I've seen all of Kuga. I've seen uh, the original Common Rider. I've seen all of Double. Mm-hmm. So when we watch those shows, I am taking notes, but. I don't need to pay as close of attention really. Yeah. And when we talk about things, I'm able to point out things that you might have missed because I know they're important later down the line. Uh-huh. I don't have that for zero and one.
1: No, it's two so two totally I, new point of views.
0: Yeah. So uh last time we watched an episode of Zero One, we watched it twice in a row, which I think we're gonna do from now on for zero one, watch uh-huh. it twice in a row. So when we did that, I thought, well maybe I should go back and watch those those episodes. So I went back and watched the the first episodes again uh uh-huh. and picked up a bunch more stuff. So, first off, just some uh we I'm gonna talk about uh um the things with Zero One himself, and then I will talk about some things about the bad guys. Uh-huh. So Zero One himself, you remember you remember the whole sushi episode, right? Uh-huh. And uh the main uh um the sushi huma gear got destroyed mm-hmm. and they built a new one and they put him up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed this. But on the side of his head was a half green, half yellow chevron. Okay, you know chevron is right, like the symbol. The, it's it's like an it's extended arrow. Yeah, uh, like chevron the re- uh, the 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 thing uh, sh- the re- uh, not restaurant <laughs> the gas station. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a it's this.
1: Yeah, like you would have at the side of a uh, like your army outfit or yeah, that's a know, chevron. Like a private... that's, that's what that symbol is. Uh-huh.
0: So on. Which is this is something that should totally be instituted in America. In Japan, when some I think it's for a year when you first get your license, you're required by law to have a sticker on the back of your car that says you're a new driver, mm-hmm. and it's this chevron. It's half, it's split down the middle, and it's half yellow and half green. <laughs> Okay, And I think there's a different combination for elderly drivers, too. So you're able to drive behind someone and say, okay, I know this person's a new driver. They might be behaving differently. Or this person in front of me is an older driver and they might be behaving differently. Yeah. I think we should totally have that in America. I agree. Um, so that symbol appeared on the side of that Sushi Guy's human gear, uh-huh. showing that he's the new model. Yeah, They built him new. He's the new guy. I went back to that episode... Uh, Episode two, mm-hmm. where he, uh, uh, the security guard one, yeah, had that same thing at the end.
1: Oh, okay, so that was the new. So he
0: didn't save that security guard. No, that security guard was dead. Okay, so he didn't. He he never saved a human gear who transformed. Okay, so that was a new model because okay. I also went back and that guy totally blowed up. Yeah, so he, uh, uh, he does never. Arata has never saved a human gear who's been transformed.
1: Okay, so then what the, was the dispatch strike on the belt thing?
0: It, it like it was just it looked like it because I watched why he totally blow up. Uh huh. It wasn't just the belt; the whole guy blew up. Okay. <laughs> um, he just, I guess he just put the armband back on the new one, hmm. and uh, so there was that. And then I went back and I watched the sushi episode again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there was the whole thing about how he kind of just changed his mind about human gears are important and stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. But I also had, this also helps out with Valkyrie, because she had, I was always like, well, she's dancing <laughs> on both sides, helping, but it turns out she actually has, if you watch it and you watch it again, with just like, I uh-huh. think, she has a completely third viewpoint. Uh-huh. So what it is, is Vulcan's his viewpoint is, they're all monsters, we just destroy them all. Uh-huh. Arata's... Is there are partners, are companions who need to work on them, mm-hmm. and then Valkyries are their tools. Mm-hmm. And what happened was Arita does the whole thing, and then there was a line I think we missed at the end of that episode three. Okay, uh, when the sushi guy was doing his whole thing, and he was sitting there, and Arita says, "Am I the only one that thinks that they're like people?" Uh huh. So that like, they're th- those are the three sides. It's not like. Arthur didn't change his view. He just knew that he had to do something to protect people. Uh-huh. And so that, like, totally changes that whole thing. Right. Because he didn't save the guy to begin with, and he never changed his view on trying to, even though, like, it it was the whole thing. He still, he doesn't see them as tools.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. No, so it it, it helps erase the, because the, it was looking really hypocritical. If you can save them, Yeah. then what the heck? Like, yeah. and now suddenly you're not going that option. So, yeah, that, that, that does... Uh, uh put that to ease a little bit you know i think
0: the reason uh the reason why they had that security guard have the armband on was to show that it was the same model as the previous one
1: i guess i feel like i would have been able to figure that out from uh
0: just seeing him but yeah so he had, <laughs> you know? he, had he had the chevron showing that he was a new model like he's, he'd been blown up okay uh, and it might have had that he had a more up-to-date backup because he was in the building it could be yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, you know it's like i feel like if they wanted to make him look like a new model they should have not put the a- armband on him at all. Yeah. But but uh, so
0: yeah, so he's never saved one. Okay. So that totally changes this whole thing. And uh-huh. like that line where he says, Am I the only one that sees them as important as mm-hmm. people? So that's the th- so that gives you the three sides. It also yeah, it like puts more puts more story onto Valkyrie where she has a third viewpoint to them. They're just tools. Yeah. Arts is like they're our partners and our people and Vulcan's like, kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> so those are demons the demons th- in disguise. So those are the th- the, the three different things. So, and what it was is that at the end of that episode, Aruta wasn't able to convince the sushi guy to be on his side of that. Valkyrie had convinced the Shushi guy to be on her side of it. Were there tools to you? Okay. So... So, like, he he it was like a bittersweet victory for him. He had gotten him to accept human gears, but not in the same way he does. Right, right. Okay, that so, makes more sense. So, um, it, it brings a whole, light to a whole different other things in the
1: episodes. Is yeah, because now I can teach him what I want. Well, yeah. that's just what I mean. It was like that going off the idea that, um, that he just basically became like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll just let you tell me how it is. And you have this guy basically, uh, dehumanizing it after this whole build up. It's yeah. just yeah, it was set really bad. I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. So that makes sense.
0: So they yeah, that whole line of am I and and that's he, he said it to himself. He's like, am I, am I the only one who sees them as as like as uh-huh. like our people as partners, or has a heart, I think it, the line was. I also watched it with a couple different translations. Um so that like totally it puts him back on like he hasn't changed. He hasn't given up as a character. Uh-huh. He he knows he has to beat them. Right. That was that that conviction that he had. He knew he had to. He doesn't want to, but he knows he has
1: to.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like you should be
1: looking for other options.
0: Regardless. Maybe, but, I, mean, I he's, mean, all he has is a hammer. Sure. <laughs> it's
1: just one of those situations where uh, uh, you have to ask yourself, either you know more than you're letting on, or you don't actually know everything there is to know about this malfunctioned Humagear. So just because Valkyrie says there's no way to save them, just because Valkyrie Val- says there's no way to Valkyrie, save them. It was Valkyrie. It was Izu. Well, that's my point. It doesn't matter who says it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, do you know, though? Are you the one doing this corrupted stuff? And if so, I should
0: be thinking about it. <sighs> that being said, it's not that deep. Yeah. You know, it could be, but, uh, yeah. Um, Izu is the one who's telling everything. He has no reason not to believe her. Right, right. <laughs> uh, he's, he feels bad about it, but he, he's... uh. But yeah, like I watched it, I'm like, that guy did not survive. Mm. <laughs> but what he did do is he destroyed when he destroyed that belt, he made it so that the bad guys couldn't get the belt back. Yeah, because the bad guys have been collecting when they can. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the bad guys, their uh, their name, it actually translates to Extinction Thunderstrike Oh. And w- you know how we've been trying to guess what all the monsters are. Mm. Um, first off, I texted you about this. How they're 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 uh-huh. Uh The the bad guys are magiers, which are humagir without the with the hue part removed, like the human part of it. Mm-hmm. So it's magier, and also magier can sound like evil, mm-hmm. evil gear. It's just the way they say it. Um, so it's magiers, but we've been we've been looking at them and and. We thought maybe they're stylized. We've been just randomly guessing what their bad guys are. Uh-huh. They're actually based off of extinct animals.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So each one of them is an extinct animal.
1: Okay. Gotta pay attention to that now.
0: Yeah. So not but not just like like the one from uh the shrimp thing was like a trilobite thing. Yeah. That's been extinct for millions of years. So it's not just dinosaurs. No. And I don't think insects, it will be so dinosaurs be- because um I think there was a dinosaur sentai happening at the same time. So it's gonna be like Yeah, but it could different. be it could be anything. It could be insects, yeah. it could be animals. You know. So that's that's why they looked all weird and stuff okay. like that. They're extinct animals. And the foot soldiers are called trilobites. Uh-huh. So they're just foss you know, uh fossilized extinct animals. So that's what the the foot soldiers are called trilobites. Okay. So
1: And is this explained in the show or is this something so on the side for
0: this just it's just like if you read like the credits and things like that because that's what they're they're labeled at
1: yeah i'm just trying to figure out is this a spoiler or is this just well the
0: thing that them being called extinction thunder strike that's what it translates to well
1: oh, yeah that was i i think that they, it even says that it says it uh and tra- at least one or two of the uh
0: yeah the translations so uh-huh. but yeah they're all based off of uh extinct animal okay which helps out us trying to guess what they are yeah um but yeah, the bad guys being called the monsters being called trilobites, but yeah, the important thing was realizing that that um, our view of it was wrong, and it, we probably would have caught it if we had watched it twice in a row. Uh-huh. so that those those are the things I'd find out I, I'd found out about zero one. Fair enough. So how do you feel about things now? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know. I'd have to watch another episode with that in mind. Yeah, um,
0: I feel like after
1: episode four, uh, you know I was kind of I still gave, kind of gave him the credit. That he deserved. He's not at the bottom, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he'll probably jump up a few more because I'll just be thinking about, I mean, that won't be souring my opinion of him, so yeah. I don't know if he'll jump back up to one, though. It depends. We'll see yeah. after this episode because so much happens in, in Zero One in an
0: episode that it's yeah. like you're sitting here like,
1: oh, i got to write everything down as fast as I can, and then we watch it again like, oh, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> what, what I was saying is like, I, I I don't watch like the thing, but I do know that I think the first 16 episodes were like a story arc uh-huh. that finishes and then moves on from there. So they're getting a lot into that. Right. And so I know that they're in the second major story arc. I think all the same characters are in it. It's just the major story arc is uh-huh. going on. Cool. Yeah, so this is actually airing alongside uh, a dinosaur sentai, so that's why there hasn't yes, been dinosaurs. Yes, but more...
1: Um, I mean, there's there's so many different extinct species that you can avoid, you know, T-Rex, whatnot. And you can even still have some of the more, uh, you know, the Cold Age sort of... If you really were gonna use
0: like a yeah. mammoth or a, yeah or a you know a dodo, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I really did think watching it a second time when not taking notes, I think I probably would have caught these things if I wasn't taking notes while watching it. Yeah, but you have to keep looking. Yeah, down I mean, too.
1: there's so much that you you miss in. You, and you can't know when somebody's going to say something extremely important.
0: Yeah. So it was like <laughs> that one line. Yeah. Cause I, I missed that
1: line entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that gives that that gives that uncertainty that I was talking about uh, yeah. him needing. Like you know. Yeah. Y- you should at least be tore up about it, is what I said. So since we missed that line, that was exactly what I needed mm-hmm. to yeah. to not. And it, the chevron
0: thing for the for the two guys uh-huh, shows that that's
1: irrelevant. See, That's the kind of thing that I was talking about when you see cultural differences yeah. that you might not pick up on and it might not show up in the translations because
0: you're not like a fan sub where it's like nakama and you get a
1: four paragraph thing
0: of Yeah, comrade. so I I've, I've seen that before cuz I knew about that and I actually it was in my notes for that episode and I just never mentioned it. Uh I but I just missed it cuz it was cause when we watched the the uh the sushi episode I saw it. Mm-hmm. And but I didn't see it in the previous one cuz I wasn't looking for it but then I saw it again in the when i rewatched it i saw it and i'm like oh he was a new model too right so the, yeah those are it's the it appears on the side of the head maybe i'll show you when we go watch it i'll show you real quick what it looks like but um so that means that it's a new model right and yeah so it really it did change some things and i like the idea of valkyrie having a third side yeah no it makes it more interesting
1: as far as uh especially if there's ever comes a time where all three of them fight at the same time yeah so like- sweet it's but like you uh, don't have to
0: destroy them all, and they're not your friends; they're tools. Yeah,
1: they're just they're just things. Yeah, like robots. But um, you know, it, we should probably get started. I'm thinking that this is going to be our longest episode
0: yet because of how much we had to explain. there. Yeah. it's just you know we had yeah. so much going on. Um, it, it needed to be addressed though. So um, the last episode was the bus one, and it showed uh it showed some history about the um yeah the actual daybreak town mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And in the incident, and now everybody knows everybody else's secret identity, but not everybody knows that. Uh, but uh, Hida doesn't know that Yua knows that she, that he who he is. Uh huh. But I'm pretty sure he'd figure it out. Right. He'd figure out that uh, she would know from uh, Fuwa saying it. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was so cool. Like revealed that he was. It's like, yeah. and and he's all about just telling the truth because he found out that it wasn't what happened in the explosion. Just told everybody. So we're going to have to see some... Um, I, I feel like they're going to start bonding over this
1: next episode. Yeah. It's too soon. The only reason I say that is it's too soon after that last episode for them to butt heads immediately. Yeah. I feel like there should be like one or two episode buildup of them becoming friends and then back to the business.
0: Yeah. Because there's still, I mean, still a lot to do. So so much to do. We Oh, this episode aired uh, September 19th. Yeah, we forgot to mention. 2019. 2019. Not too long ago. Nope. Uh and we're going to go watch that peace and we're back uh so what you think oh, it's a good episode you know
1: uh not as uh hard to follow as well nah, I'm not saying the last episode was hard to follow but uh it was easier to take notes on this one
0: really not much in the way of extending the overarching story right whereas
1: more of a solidification of what we've seen well, in the last four episodes. So,
0: if you look at it, it's like episode one was Arata's story. Mm-hmm. Episode two was about Fuwa. Mm-hmm. Episode three was Yuya. Mm-hmm. Episode four was another Fua story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And this one is more of an Izu story. Yeah, kind of sort of. Um, Building into... definitely. I mean, episode four was sort of Fua, but it was also like... Saga, because mm-hmm. it was more about telling the overarching so- saga and stuff like that. Couldn't even say there was an arc story about the arc, right? But um, yeah, yeah more this of a backstory story. Yeah, <laughs> um, but more focused with uh, Fu was Fu was more focused in that episode. But this one is meant is uh, is really seems to be an Izu episode. I'd say so, which is cool to have. Like, because some seasons have a problem of. If you're not a common rider, you don't matter.
1: Yeah, I can I can see that.
0: Um, I mean other seasons don't obviously like Kuga doesn't. It, it's not about that like cause, no. but uh, there is some seasons. Um, X8 is really bad about that. I mean I, I love X8, but it's <laughs> it's like you have to be a common rider to matter. But in that show, it was weird because if you, if they wanted you to matter, they just made you a common writer because there was like nine common riders in that show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh it starts off with them discussing, which is kinda cool. They go in and they talk about how human gears are ordered.
1: Yeah, how the sales work. It's it's like a website, you go on, you pick the categories, like, okay, I need this kind of job. Like first off, there's a I wanna say seventeen or so different Overarching categories, so like, yeah, uh, social worker. But if you click, like for example, art, and you click it, and then there's a bunch of subcategories, yes, of the specific kind of art. So composer,
0: uh, you know, musician, assistant, uh, voice actor, right, stuff like that. So there is. When I first saw that list, I'm like, oh, they're kind of generic categories because it was these things like sales, yeah, um, and then they when the subcategories come, it's like ah, that's. Uh, the interesting thing is, is that if this sh- story was going on in america the stories would have a much different focus most likely because it would be focused about like taking jobs away yeah definitely yeah and this is not about that at all no it's a it's about filling gaps in society and that's what happens with an aging population
1: yeah it's a really uh clear difference in uh, how we view technology versus how japanese people view technology
0: yeah um funny thing was is that there was something very similar to this with uh detroit become human the game that just came out like two years ago okay it was uh a story game and it was about um ai androids but it was set in detroit and it was like there were so many uh these androids that people couldn't find jobs nothing would happening it's become like a cesspool it was kind of a weird it was the other side of the scenario (laughs) Mm. What they're um. So they also show that there's three, um, like yeah, after three, you choose your type, purchase options. You choose, after you choose your type, there's three purchase options. You yeah, the X. S
1: plus uh class, which you basically model. So think um, <laughs> think Skyrim character creation. Yeah,
0: like you just make your character look whatever you want. Um, yeah. the uh S plus mod, and then there's the um, basic. Package. I think it was A. A yeah, class, a where, class you, there you go. where you choose from presets. Mhm. Um and then there's heat and choice. Yeah, the heat and choice package which is a pre- like basically
1: um you don't care what it looks like and they just send you one that they feel like sending you.
0: I would think that the heat and choice one would be like whatever you have in overstock pretty much, yeah. Uh probably the cheapest of the options because it yeah. didn't show money wise because they haven't been talking about money because it's supposed to be set in the future, so you don't really judge that. Yeah, uh, yeah that we don't even know
1: how money works. Yeah, in their world, and what? How would it? How would the economy work if everything is run by robots?
0: Well, there, <laughs> as you see, there's some sort of upkeep, so it's not yeah, like obviously, yeah. it's not like free. Uh, it's like the cryptocurrency people are t- always talking, thinking that it's free money. It's not because of how much electricity it takes to generate uh-huh. the uh people actually lose money by making cryptocurrency because of how much electricity costs in certain places wow <laughs> because it just and uh server costs heating costs if it's if things heat overheat too much it can blow up and you could lose all of it that you generate it's not just simple making money Jeez. um uh so it's cutting back and forth it's cutting back there's a a uh a human gear is on. There's there's a couple of people on the website at the same time, and they're just cutting back and forth between it. Um, one person is guy we'll see later, and he he chooses the S plus thing, and he gets into the character creator, and he's he's creating a a, a human gear, mm-hmm. and it shows that on the back of his computer, it says that he's a voice. Uh, they do voice acting. Yeah. So he's creating a voice actress, uh, human gear, and then it's uh. A guy we learn, uh, a human gear who we learn his name is G Pen. He just choose the heat and choice. Yep. And this yeah, is, this is while the mangaka is like, "Hurry up! What are you doing?" You just choose, get one over. And so it's, uh, and it shows that um, Arteta is just making a monster. Yeah, he's just just like making, making fun an ogre with the
1: scuba, and there's like a, <laughs> it's like green, and the nose is flipped upside down, yeah. and <laughs> he's just messing around, with he's just screwing great, around,
0: which is. That would be the worst part if you were creating... Um, you would just spend forever modifying... Yeah, to make it look human. Jeez. Well, most likely what it is is, like I told you before, most likely they choose humans' already conditions. Like, these are humans' eyes, and you put this with this human's nose because it needs to be just not right enough so that you don't freak out. Yeah. Um. But I just, I just think it was funny because... I mean, if you were to buy a human gear, you would spend, like, months modifying the perfect human gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Easy says, it's time to go. We have an appointment. And they're delivering. Yeah, they're doing the delivery work now. Yeah. Very hands-on. Well, we find out it's an important client. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. So, he's uh, it's a manga artist, we found out. It's a manga artist who... Uh, Arto's been a big fan of since he was a kid. Yeah, it's like one of the biggest in uh, manga yeah. creators ever. So probably, you know. It feels like they're
1: kind of making fun of Oda. I f- yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like they're uh, definitely, especially with how many volumes it was
0: shown he had on his show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. Um, if anybody doesn't know, Oda's the guy who writes one piece. Mm-hmm. But um, but he actually does it. Um, I mean, he has assistants at all the manga artists. What most people don't realize about manga, if they're listening to this, they don't realize that about manga is that the... The person who is on the top American comic books have an artist, a writer, and they list an inker, a colorist, a letterist. those are all credits, yeah um in manga, just the artist and the writer, yeah are the only ones who get credits. They're not the only ones who work on it. they're the only ones who get credits mm-hmm. um sometimes it's the same person like Oda writes and and draws uh, one piece and um like Kite Tubo. Drew and wrote bleach, mm-hmm. and the fact that he wrote bleach was probably the problem with bleach yeah. um because the art in bleach was amazing but anyways uh but then line work shading some backgrounds they're all done by other people mm-hmm. assistants yep, and many artists many authors they'll they'll credit the artists themselves right they'll credit their assistants in the back they'll say thank you to them yeah. like in the back of the uh the yeah, trait, the, the volume, and whatnot. Yeah, um, you'll see like the volume, and it will say thanks to this guy who's this such and such, and they'll usually draw them as characters in the manga, you know, yeah, to, to honor them. Um, what the what do they call it, Tankobon or something? I don't know. Um, the Tankobon this the the collection book. Yeah, there yeah.
1: usually there's uh, in most manga volumes, they'll have this little side thing of like a little joke chapter. Oh, and sometimes uh, they'll like do artist renditions of themselves. Oh,
0: the, oh my god. Omake, okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Omake. There we omake. go. Omake. And so they'll have acknowledgements. They'll have acknowledgements and that stuff, such like that. But uh. So they they're delivering a huma gear mm-hmm. in a box. Mm-hmm. In the future, they still have cardboard boxes. You know. It's just efficient. <laughs> yeah. And they they go and, it's a huge mansion. Yeah. Well, is,
1: that's part was funny. He's like, he's an, the owner or the president of the, a massive corporation. He's impressed by the size of this house. So, yeah. Uh, I don't think he just lives in the office, doesn't he?
0: That seems like. Yeah. It's
1: like, dude, you could, I don't know, you should be getting paid, right? Like, dang. Or at least, like, live in your grandfather's own place. Yeah. It's like, or did his grandfather just live there? It just seems like,
0: man, you should have something about this. Although size. it could be just he was surprised to find out that a manga artist has this big of a place. Yeah. I mean, it is a nice place. It's like a tropical place with, like, a pool outside and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Um, It probably most likely, the set is most likely, like, a museum or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like a modern art museum outside. Probably, yeah. Um, and uh, he comes up, they come up to deliver. It's Hiden and Izu. And uh, they're just... They have a hand dolly and they're rolling in the big box, the human size box. Mm-hmm. And they knock on the door and comes the, uh, there comes the uh, G Pen. No, not G Pen doesn't come to the door. It is the artist. Okay. Ishizumi. Uh He comes to the door and he's got the fan, and he, and there he just like nice to me too and stuff like that. It's like whatever coming in. Yeah. And you see they come into the studio. And it, you see that the, um, he's got, like, four or five Huma gears there. Mm-hmm. And they're doing all the work. Very, very fast. They're doing all the work super fast. They're doing the, the line work. They're doing the layout. They're doing the, the artwork, the coloring, the shading. They're doing it a ha- by hand using the
1: computer. Yeah, and he's over there um, just kind of sitting at his desk, fanning himself, eating fruit. And... Um... Throughout this episode, you see him eating fruit. In fact, the only time you see him eat something that isn't fruit is when he gets a gift, and it's like treats. Yeah. And the reason why this is relevant and the reason why I bring it up, and I don't know if this is uh, specific to Korea or just the general area, but I know in Korea, fruit is expensive, very expensive. It can be. Uh, in Japan. Like usually, if, like fruit out of season is just extremely hard to get. Out of season yes. yeah, like I think star fruit or something like that costs like uh a hundred bucks, but uh anyway, so it, the fact that and usually you only see this, especially with this new movie parasite that came out, yeah, um, usually, if somebody has a big old plate of fruit, it's a sign of wealth, you know if you're just you're just snacking on fruit, it's a wealthy thing to do.
0: the thing about fruit that most people don't realize a lot with nuts too is um the amount of water it takes, uh-huh versus their their value things like almond Uh almonds it costs like hundreds of gallons to make an almond it's ridiculous but um yeah he's eating a lot it is some fruit is like you'll bring fruit baskets and Mm -hmm. things like that though but there's also cheap fruit in japan yeah well it's not like he's eating apples that's all i'm saying yeah
1: he's eating
0: he's eating good fruit but uh so they tell him He's all nonplussed about the whole thing. Yeah, okay. Like, eh. And he's like, "Come on, just turn him on, get him going." Yeah, very clearly has done this before. And they
1: they uh, basically unbox him. They take off the, uh, you know, the whatever that uh, it's not like styrofoam, but you know, on yeah, it. Yeah, the wrapper. And uh, presses the button. It's like take off with the dream. Yeah, and, then, and then, then wakes up. And then
0: um gets the little chevron symbol thing
1: you're talking about.
0: Yeah, and then the human gear com- It's it gets up and. Does it? Then it goes to the credits, I believe. Yes, goes to the credits. Yeah, and I I still like the credits. I still find it funny. This is, I pointed out, it's not very often you'll hear a song that has the line "404 file not found" Hmm. in the credits. I mean, in the song lyrics. Yeah. Um. And then when it comes back from the uh, the, uh, the credits. It, we're in uh, Daybreak Town. Yep. Back with the bad guys. And this is where we learn uh, the name. I mean, R- we might have. Horobi. Horobi. Heard- yeah. And he's actually Kamen Rider Horobi because he was the one who changed at the yeah. end of the last episode. Yep. Um, And we learn that there is a definite order. Horobi's yeah. in charge. Yeah, because Jin, Jin's like, when do I get a. Uh, a Pro Rise key? Yeah, Pro Rise. He, he wants to transform because everybody else is. <laughs> so Jin is definitely the underling. Yep and Horobi is in charge. And this is where we learn about their plan. Yep. Uh he, they need to get, uh they need to get data from combat to in order to uh, awaken the arc or something like awaken that. Awaken the Ark. And then when they awaken the arc, they will have they'll be able to fly the arc around and activate all the human gears and do the whole thing that Daybreak Town did again. Yes. And they have flashes of this. This is their this is their plan. Yep. So their plan is to Wipe out everybody. Extinction. Extinction of humans. Yep. Extinction thundercloud, thundercloud. Um, which the arc would be the extinction of Yeah. So then it goes back to... Well, <laughs> um, he... Hirobi's like, and we have a new human
1: gear waking up. Yeah. For you to, to basically go play with. And uh, he hands Gina Progrise Key, or no, Extinggrise Key. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it shows on the screen that they have the... They have a tap into the security camera for the mangaka's, you know, house.
0: Yeah. Yes, because you see up walking up the driveway, you see G-Pen. Yeah. Uh, the so the, the timeline is off here. A little bit. A little bit off. That's just an editing thing. Um, at first I thought, is that the guy he just got? Yeah. But no, it's G-Pen. It's his assistant that he's had. Yes. Um, so... Because he,
1: he sent him to go... Get fruit because he just stood up all of a sudden while they were having a conversation. Or, no, that's about to
0: happen. That's about to happen. Yes, yeah, so that the, was what you're talking the, the about. The with mess the up with the continuity. Issue. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this points out that maybe they just can't turn any of them into the huge monsters. It has to be like a newer one? No. It has to be one that's been going through stuff. Going through stuff. Because uh, G Pen has been like, he's been working with the Monica for a while, uh-huh. not being treated well, as we'll see. Yeah. So, I'm thinking that they can turn any of them into the trilobites, but they can't turn any of them with the progrite, the, oh. the, so the, they
1: have to have a certain set of,
0: uh, they have to have ones that like are not, mm. or that have been going for a while or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if they, because I don't know, but it seems like that because it that's does what seem
1: like, cause uh, if, if you, we have the security guard who has been working for a long time. We have the guy that did haircuts. We can only assume cause he has customers that are happy to be there. Right. Yeah. Um Gut Buster Taro. So yeah, it makes sense. They're all uh They're all they've all
0: been wild they they have a um a mission or a goal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so he sends them off to do his business, it comes back and uh Arto's like Um So do you do
0: any of the work? Um so he's like, no, what he was talking about he's talking about yeah, do you do any of the work? And he says they do all of the the writing. Their pen work is great. Their shading is perfect. Mm-hmm. Th- there's no point. And so Aru says, "Yeah, I noticed that the art was different before." Yeah. And he grabs a volume because he has a bookshelf with all yeah, the volume. The, the art, the line work was a little yeah. rough. And he's like, "What do you mean rough?" He's like, "Well, I, I mean, just." He, <laughs> he meant that like it had passion to it. That's what yeah. he's talking about. Yeah. This, is, this whole thing's about Kay. passion to it. And while they're talking, one of the uh, Huma Gears, like collapses. Yeah, they're the, collapses.
1: He just collapsed at his desk, falls a, over,
0: and uh, the manga artist he the uh, the manga I just said his name Ishizumi 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 he he walks over and he's basically like piece of crap. He's just like keeps happening, and he like starts sl- smacking him around, and then throws him on the ground. Throws the humor gear on the ground. Yeah, it's like I've got to get a new one. And, and Arutz is like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't treat them like that. And he's yeah. like, why? Wow, not? They're just tools. Yeah, they're
1: just tools. I mean,
0: um, so really, he's just a fat, lazy ass. But it's hard to th- think because I know it's as we find out later, he doesn't even f- think up the stories. Well, in uh, a second, like I mean, right yeah. as
1: soon as they leave the house, they find that out.
0: But he he demands a replacement because mm-hmm. uh, the battery's dead. Yeah, and Izumi's like, we'll get right on it. And that. Izu just says, response, okay, we'll get right on it. And they're walking out, and G-Pen, well, no, uh, G-Pen stands up. Well, okay, so
1: um, while they were discussing some stuff, G-Pen just stands straight up in the middle of the conversation, and the guy's like, if you're not going to work, then just go do he's, errands. He stands
0: straight up when, um, when uh, Izumi... Uh, Ishii no uh, Ishizumi. Ishizumi said that there were tools. Yeah, he, he stood up tools, like to then, say something. Yeah. but he, he can't because he's a human gear. He knows that there's something going on. So he says, if you're, ne- "If you're not, if you want to stand up, go get, uh, go do some errands." Now this is the continuity error because the yeah. the film the film was from him coming back from doing the errands. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Arata and Izu are leaving, and they run back into G Pen as he's coming back in. Mm-hmm. And he's like,
1: does he even do any of the story? And he's like, no, no, the other does the story. And occasionally
0: I'll throw in some ideas. So what has happened here is if this was anything else but manga, this guy has done it right because he's automated a system.
1: Yeah, see, the thing is, and this is my difference between him and the sushi worker. Okay, so the sushi worker is like, it's got no passion. And I'm like, I don't care about how passionate you were about making my food. I just need the food, yeah. right? Um, this is the opposite of it's, that. <laughs> it's your recipes and everything. So, yes, you should be able to profit off of that. So, like, if you had an automatic uh, belt conveyor putting out your food, that's yeah. fine. That's the difference. But this is your work, and you've got – you shouldn't be taking absolutely no credit for it. Uh, you're not doing any of the line work. Yeah. You're not even making the story. It's not your story. Uh-huh. It's the editor's story. The editor should be the one that's getting paid for it. Yeah. That's where the di- that's where the line is for me. He's basically a copyright holder. Yeah, he's just he's just profiting for doing nothing. Literally yeah, nothing. So
0: that's the funny thing. If this was anything else but art, it would be like this guy did it right. He created a of a, a conveyor belt of his product. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's and
1: that's just it. At this point, it's not his product. It's just yeah. he owns the name.
0: Yeah, but if he had like that's the only thing because it's art. Mm-hmm. If he had created sprockets and he'd been doing them by hand. Yeah. And then he found a way to make sprockets by not by hand. He'd be yeah. like that's the way to go. Yeah.
1: So that's that's again that's what I'm, that's what this I'm talking about the sushi. He found yeah. out a way to make this amazing sushi,
0: and now there's a quick way to do it. So it's 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 cool because they're finding different avenues of this rather than just like robots taking our jobs. Right. <laughs> robots taking take our jobs. Only in this case, he's happy they took his job because he's getting yeah. paid for it. He set it up. Yeah. <laughs> and as as a person watching the show, I'm like, come on, man. But as a person who. Hate's working, I'd be like, guys got a point. It's like I
1: understand it. It's just that yeah, yeah. I mean, if your editor is the one that's creating the story and you're doing no input whatsoever at that point, but the editor... I think the
0: editor is another Huma gear. Could be. Yeah. It could be. <laughs> but I don't know. We don't know. It depends. Like it there is uh they're working on AI programs to uh there is an AI that can run D D now hmm. and it's all uh, uh Generated. I mean, obviously, it's not as good, and then no. sometimes there's uh because names are randomly generated, you'll get to the same name over and over again. But uh-huh. it's an interesting concept. It's just this Python D and D generator. Yeah, a- and so because that's the big thing in video games now is procedurally generated stuff, procedurally generated things. Uh huh. Basically, you create a system, and then it flows out from it. Yeah, and so the idea is maybe he's created a procedurally generated manga it a could manga because that would be naruto yeah and no, then for <laughs> real for real <laughs> you'd be <laughs> it's like it, it it writes itself just go it just, it. writes, just let it happen um but yeah so uh it's a it's an interesting argument because it's very different i like that it's different than other i ideas of this because mm-hmm. nobody thinks about that that's the one thing that everybody thinks that's what we got we can't we'll be creative
1: yeah no but <laughs> it turns out that no but i don't know there's no guarantee the editor isn't a human or yeah there's nothing that says prob- he isn't. It's it is.
0: probably uh, so i would actually like it if i could have a system like that where i could just be like where i could just say a generic concept and then they fill it out yeah yeah, yeah
1: well i mean yeah i've got a, a million movie ideas so it's <laughs> yeah, just like, it'd be hey, great it's- if you just throw down like a couple paragraphs.
0: You get the beginning, middle, end. They fill it in and you get to watch it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool.
1: That's cool. <laughs> so, anyway, they, uh, basically, they part ways with G Pen. Uh, and G Pen's not far off the door before Gene comes out of, of the corner and is like, Hey, who are you? And the guy's like, Oh, I'm the assistant, too. He's like, Oh, that's right. You're our assistant. <laughs> You're our assistant. Bam. So bam. Slaps set, on him.
0: Setup line. Jizz in
1: my pants. <laughs> yeah. Just in my pants. No, um, yeah, he basically starts, out. yeah, <laughs> I, of course. So he he gets hit and he starts uh convulsing. He starts convulsing. You know, he starts doing a little download, little boogie. It,
0: Itsuboshi, uh, extinction, thunderclap. Um, <laughs> uh, and he becomes the new one, which is, which is the this is the first time I've seen it. And uh-huh. I've watched a lot of these episodes. The the keys that go in they look like the normal pro rise keys. Yeah, but then they shatter. Yep. When they get in, and so that's where the information is coming from, and I looked it up, and he transforms into a monster, and you said, "Oh, this is the first time it's like a non-animal." It's a friggin' drill head with two drill arms, and the only thing that makes it look like it could
1: even possibly be a creature is it has these little eye thingies on his shoulder.
0: It is. It's an ancient shell. That's what they base it off of. Yeah, that's actually that is actually the that the exact name, the Virellian or whatever. It's a spiral shell. <laughs> it, it, the thing is, I don't see how, <laughs> um, because it's a um, Vicaria. Uh, uh-huh. It's actually it's an actual um shell that they found, like uh, it's a fossilized shell. So, anyways, mm-hmm. it's it's very clearly a drill. Oh, it looks like a drill, <laughs> In metal
1: and everything. I mean, it's adapted to it look like it, but but it's supposedly this fossil times three attached to a human body well, humanoid body with thinking like an eye thingy, like double submarine feeler eyes,
0: like a computer generated of what they think they look like. What do
1: they think they look like? So like little slug snail things. Yeah. With so, a,
0: so it with actually one. like kind of doesn't make sense, but um, they're, they're, I mean, they're digging deep for these.
1: Things. I, I was going to say, you know, I, I'll let it go, but they're digging deep. Exactly. Digging, I, digging, uh, abyssal abyssally. i don't know like way down the yeah they're just,
0: <laughs> i mean they can't do i mean you, when when you someone comes up to you they'll be like okay you need to do extinct things and you can't do dinosaurs, yep, you, can't do dinosaurs you gotta right to dig deep man. yeah they're digging
1: <laughs> ocean floor deep on this one
0: um it was probably just somebody searching extinct picture and they just found a picture of the shell and they're like we're doing monster yeah. of that
1: yeah it's gonna be a drill, man uh, um and i don't get me wrong i'm not hating i'm just saying it's, it looked it's, i'm like oh there. so that's not just extinct things now nah, i guess yeah. Yes, it's a thing.
0: I mean, it's like when you want to, When you, I mean, later on, they want fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> Anyways, so but I love about this is Jin just, just yells, hey, Zero One, yeah, <laughs> as he's, he's walking down the aisle.
1: <laughs> yeah, calls out to him so that way he can uh, have him test this Also, out,
0: at this point, Jin says, go extinct humans and get me a pro rice key. Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he's
1: he's wanting to also be able to transform yeah, he's like, like give
0: me a pro ice. <laughs> and um
1: uh, so <laughs> you know, they the he transforms into rising hopper and he comes he grabs his uh
0: his suitcase blade. I can't remember what it's called. Uh did, well, it's actually it is something It's uh, it's relevant. attache caliber. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he grabs so it's, caliber uh, yeah, attache caliber. Yeah. And so. uh,
1: uh, comes out and he starts slashing at him. And that's when you find out that the shell, I guess is what it is. The shell. Is pretty much indestructible. Yeah. It's really hard. Um, like he hits it and it, like, you know, does this wacky. Does a little anime thing where like, it vibrates back to yeah, him. Yeah. And
0: he's like, whoo, whoo, whoo,
1: Falls backwards. Yeah. And Izu does her very fast, um, you know, sort of identify. I can't She's scanning. Word. Yeah, she scans him and is like, okay, so here, the weak points, blah, blah, blah. Okay, try the shark shark bite or sh- sh- chomper. I can't remember. Fang. Yeah, Fang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Try <laughs> um, Fang. And, and he starts to open up his su- ca- suitcase to hand it to him. And then. And he's like, thanks, Izu. And he gets attacked by whatever uh, this creature's name is. Vicaria.
0: Vicaria. Vicaria.
1: So he gets attacked by Vicaria and, you know punch kick dodge thing and he gets the key knock in his hand yep and uh gene's like oh
0: <laughs> here's my chance gin shark yeah, coming up <laughs> starts running for it and basically does a dive but zero one grabs it first grab- and so it, it's great because uh he's like oh and then uh the other assistants come out Yes. And Vicaria turns them into trilobites. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, it's three against one, and Jin just standing there. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. Just watching. And Enjoy then, himself.
0: of course, out of nowhere, shot, shot. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I guess is a really small city. Yeah. Um, And it's Fua, In and he transforms. Gear. And he still
1: has to force the key through. In an entrance that would make any firefighter jealous, just... You know, yeah, we got we can put on our ruck gear and uh, eh, eighteen minutes ago.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I actually I just really love the transformation where he punches the bullet. Yeah, he yeah. shows that <laughs> bullet who's boss. Um, you know, uh, Wolf Vulcan is actually kind of growing on me. Mm-hmm. I I really didn't like it when I first started. Yeah, and it's not that bad anymore. Yeah, no, it's really not that bad. It was kind of the shock of how different it was. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I you know, I don't mind it. Th- the frills on the side of the mask is probably the only thing I don't really like about it, but it is, I agree. Yeah. These, uh, these costumes are really designed. These suits are really designed for better movement. You can tell. Definitely. Yeah. Then, uh, they're designed to be more movement, uh, free than like double suit. Mm. And I think that might be because of the different suit actors. Could be. Um, and, but it's also got a different feel to it. The combat is meant to have a different feel,
1: right? Something I d- I only noticed the second time he watched it is it looked like the fabric around his knees was a little frayed, a little. Uh,
0: it was it was it was it was like straight up fabric, and so like when he yeah. when he stretched, it, when he like bent his knee, it like and stretched. Touched, yeah, he it, like
1: scratched, scratched it against the the uh, concrete or the the road. Yeah, yeah. one of those it, little editing things I wouldn't have picked up if we had only watched it once.
0: Yep, and then uh, Yua shows up with the Ames van. Yep, and, and basically
1: she, immediately starts taking footage.
0: Yeah, scanning it, and then throws Fua
1: The attache shotgun. Yeah,
0: attache shotgun.
1: And says, this is the attache shotgun test. Basically, she's, uh, you know. I mean, yeah, she's just testing things out, you know. Yeah. She's not
0: going to test it herself. She's going to give it to, to him <laughs> to try this
1: out, and, uh, you know, he's like, oh, what's this? He's trying to, like, figure out how to open it, because it's not like he's got a tutorial <laughs> <Yeah>. on this. <laughs> he finally opens it, and she's like, too slow. She's like, you're too slow. It's like, come on, what the heck? I don't, what the heck? And so it's the, it's a shotgun yeah and man does this thing pack a punch yeah he shoots it and he gets knocked out of the way way far back i and mean it, <laughs> granted it does damage the shell
0: yeah it does it bounce off the head of the shell mm-hmm. and created a little uh hole in it and um uh vicaria drills away yeah just because you know it is a drill yeah i mean it, it, it's a drill shell it's a shell but like it's drill function so it's I mean, it's kind of like... It's inspired by the show. I mean, they wanted to tie somebody up, so they got a squid. Yeah, so it is I mean, what it is. that's what yeah. That's what it was. Then it... um, Fu was all mad because he says, don't just try to test things out on me and, like, tosses it back to Yua. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing, I think Yua says, oh, I thought that would happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then it cuts to being back inside. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the manga says, uh, all of my assistants are gone? Yeah. I need you to replace them. And he says, they'll be here tomorrow. He's like, he you
1: says you sure this is how, how you want this? So
0: like- what it was is he said was saying, because this is like his thing, mm-hmm. is getting the software in them is easy, but training them to basically do his work for him takes a little bit of work. Right. Uh, basically teaching them how to figure things out. Izu says, they'll be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And Arata's is not so sure about it, yeah, he's like I'm, you know it's
1: he a- says why don't why don't you just draw?" Yeah, and he's like, man I, I can't. if I were to draw again, people would complain about the the art changing, yeah So soon. so sudden.
0: and um, he says they do it faster.
1: Let's get this done,
0: and so it I feel like what happened was is he he didn't like start out like this.
1: No, no. I think he he was always doing the work legitimately. Then he got and an
0: assistant, and then he got another assistant, and then and then probably maybe one day, one week he was sick or something like that, and they took over, and, and then he he realized just, the work was better, and then he just let it happen, and
1: then slowly but surely he stopped contributing to the story, and then he just became that guy that sits there and fans himself and eats fruit.
0: Yep, and profits. So then it cuts to artist's office, and vice president and his group come in,
1: and they're not happy.
0: No, because it turns out that I'm guessing it's because he works them to death. Yeah, that he is a big time supplier of human gears. Yeah, he's like one of their biggest accounts
1: because and he he's buys a celebrity. So, mm-hmm. so they're like, so what is this we hear about you uh, delaying the replacements? And uh, so th- this is when you see Arto's like, he's like he's treating them like slaves. I can't yeah, handle that. Yeah, teaching them a lesson essentially. And they're like, you know, it's too bad. Um. We're, we're overriding you. We're yeah, just we're doing it. So the the VP looks over to his assistant and is like, "Send them immediately." Because it, I guess the rule or the policy for the company is if uh, one breaks, they'll replace it within twenty four hours. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good policy. <laughs> yeah, I would. F- that's a, that's uh, that's quality. Well, assurance when right you there. think about what they can do, right? I mean, think about if it was, um, like a a caregiver, right? Twenty four hours would be a long time. Oh yeah, that's yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah cuz a, a lot of bad things can happen in 24 hours yeah. especially if you had him working like at a nuclear plant or something.
0: Yeah. So then they walk out and artist is just sitting there talking. He's doing his talking where he's just talking. And he says uh well Izu says I don't see what the problem was.
1: He says there's just no passion in it.
0: That, then yeah, is yeah. he's this. now echoing the old man from the sushi. There's no passion in it. And uh no, the old man said there was no heart. You know, <laughs> it's different. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so easy does a quick internet search about what passion is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah finds out that that makes no sense. Oh well, she says it, it. She says it makes someone intense, and so she she like does a joke of some sort. She's like, incense. Can people not regulate their internal temperature when they're powerful? Right,
1: and I feel like um, maybe this leads to. Izu learning humanity? I don't know. I feel like it opens up the door.
0: Yes. So like I said, it's this is actually like more Izu learning stuff. Yeah, so then it goes episode. to, um, he says, uh, she says something about temperature and he gets a flash of when. Yeah, the, she's
1: like to, um, basically are people not able to uh, operate or does, regulate does their passion? Te- or yeah, does their temperature rise when they're in passion? No, she says uh,
0: when people are in
1: passion, can they not control their, re- regulate their body Yeah, and he thinks it's funny and then he's about to answer um,
0: like you would teach a robot about passion. And uh, he's like, wait, <laughs> <Aren't> temperature? <laughs> yeah, wait, uh, temperature? Hmm. And he has a flash of when the bullet grazed. Yeah, and the energy. The shotgun bullet Yeah, the, the
1: energy creating, basically, it wasn't the bullet itself that
0: did the damage, it was the energy of the bullet. Yeah, and the, the cracks. So then it cuts to Ishizumi. He is at, like, a studio, and he's basically reviewing things about the anime. Yeah, Ishizumi's sitting there and so, chilling, so eating fruit once again. The guy who we saw at the beginning order a voice actress. Yes, is there with the voice actress. Yes, and she's it, slightly custom
1: because that—that was the whole point—is that you make it too yeah. custom. And the, the picture that you saw her head shot was different than the final. Yes,
0: he chose then. the the S class and he customized yeah. her. Yeah, and then uh, he says uh, the monk uh, Ishizumi says um no the the voice actor guy basically yeah. her agent the producer I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says don't work don't work it too hard and ishizumi says she's a human gear just load her the th- the the password and work until till she dies yeah <laughs> Dang. and then walks away and then that guy kind of like puts his arm on the voice actress human gear like as a protective measure like right protective thing. now the hu- uh the voice actor uh the voice actress is like a young girl, and then the the agent is like an older guy. Mm-hmm. He's like in his fifties, so it's like a, a it's like a father protecting a daughter type style type, yeah. type thing. Anyways, um, and you can tell he didn't like it. No, no, especially
1: <laughs> I, like I I get the feeling that he I don't know got the connection through actually spending the, how who knows how many hours <laughs> custom making yes.
0: Yeah. So it's but it just shows that I mean. I like how they show that not everybody is like these people. Yeah, it's definitely, you see the different points across. Uh, and you know. so, so he goes into like a green room and uh, Izu is there. Yeah. And Izu is there and uh, the manga he's there and he says, what are you doing here? And Izu apologizes for bothering him mm-hmm. and asks about his passion. Does he not have passion? And he's just like, huh? And then it cuts away. Yeah. There's no real answer. And then it cuts to like the next day. Pretty much. Back at the at um Ishizumi's house. Yeah. And Arata and the Vice President's Lackey are there. And the Vice President's Lackey is apologizing. Yeah. It's like hey, sorry, it's taking so long. And he and, and they brought him gifts. And Ishizumi is just like, Well, it's been twenty four hours, why aren't they here? vice president's lackey says they're on their way we wanted to apologize first
1: oh i th- one thing that we didn't mention was ishizumi was complaining to izu that
0: uh he basically got cut off of the oh yeah he uh they skipped a, they had to skip a week first time in 15 years yeah um which normal mangas they go they go on breaks for months mm-hmm. because they are doing like 16 17 pages a week yeah so that's a ridiculous amount that they do right um uh because like American companies get put on delay and they're doing 20 pages <laughs> a month. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you think about how much that is really. That's like 2 to 3 pages a day. And you know, they're I don't know. I just I wouldn't want to do that. No. Not my life. Have you ever heard
0: of the Japanese term canned? Canned? Yeah. Like in America when you hear someone is canned, they're fired, right? Oh, canned. Okay, yeah. In Japan, what canning means is when a editor or an agent takes like a writer or a manga artist locks them in a hotel room until they finish their until they deadline. Finish the work, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's a totally different idea. Yeah, canned like tuna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh then there's a ring the doorbell. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so basically back to the
1: the they they're talking um Arto's like, can I not convince you? Basically, there's nothing. Is there no way that you can get back into drawing? You know, being involved with the creation of the manga. And he basically says, you know, I was a fan forever. It, it means a lot that you put your own passion into it. Yeah. And uh,
0: and then there's an, a ring at the doorbell, and he says, finally they're here. And it's Izumi. Mm-hmm. It's Izu. Izu. Uh it's Izu. She comes in and he says, What's going on? And Izu says, I've canceled the order. Yep. Taking control. And they're like, what? And she says, Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Auta, for doing things out of order. Oh, we skipped a part where she was just Well, this it, is the part because it, it uh it describes like it goes to her what she was doing that night and what yeah. led to it, right? She was searching the user end agreement to see yes. if there's anything in there about passion.
1: Yeah, she it just I guess uh, stuck in her head, and she just had to know. And then there was nothing there, and so uh, she goes through memories.
0: She goes through her memories.
1: Yeah, so it, I find out that's a pretty nifty thing to be able to do is it's, rifle through your memories as if it was a you know internet program like all your <laughs> folders yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And she basically searches the keyword passion and looks for you know anything that could say passion. And she finds
0: a memory of. Oh, it's his grandfather. Right, because she says when she walks through the door, basically, that... Um, there is nothing in our user agreement about passion, but this company had something about passion from your grandfather. Yeah,
1: he was adamant about it being, you know, being involved with it the same way that Arato is. And, uh, yeah, and you get to see the speech, essentially, that she saved in her memory.
0: Yeah, which is um, Arta's grandfather, and it says, You're, You are my assistant. But you also should help anybody who is passionate in their pursuits. Yeah. Which is a very generalized thing that could be taken very wrongly. Oh, yeah. That could be monkey pawed so hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am a serial killer, and I am passionate about it. <laughs> you know what? I don't have enough feet. <laughs> I need more feet. Ish- Ish- Ishizumi is upset. Yeah. He's like, look, I just
1: can't compete. Or no, no I'm sorry. Uh, he He's just like... Look, I haven't done
0: it in so long, you know. I can't I can't compete against uh, then Aruta says that there
1: needs to be there needs to be passion involved because we can't compete with their
0: productivity. Yeah, we can't compete with the productivity of Humegear. That's just it.
1: No, they're going to they're going to be
0: Yeah. So we have to find out where we can compete with them at basically, right. which is the passion. Yeah, passion. They don't understand. They can't compete in our passion, which is like So there's this whole thing about uh, AI intelligence. People are always worrying about it, of course. And there's the funny thing is, um, the chess guys who like lose to computers or something like that. Oh yeah. And, and they're just people all like, well, how is it possible? Cause chess has not been solved. Right. As a game, chess has not been solved. They just like a couple of years ago, solved checkers. <laughs> <laughs> and by solved, it means that, that the computer knows at every step how to win or, or if it's going to lose. Right just every play but people people are always worried well if they're so smart we they we can't possibly like help, they can't possibly we can't possibly compete against them right and i'm like they can't turn over the table at this point just just flip over the table <laughs> <laughs> they can't think of outside the rules that's yeah the right yeah we uh, so you could always stop playing or you could knock their pieces off the board yeah so there's the passion of it um and so I'm guessing probably the manga hasn't been very well. It hasn't been very good for the past couple of years. Long. I imagine so. <laughs> yeah. Especially
1: if it's just your editor like this is what's best for what we're trying to pitch right now. Yeah. And, you know.
0: Anyways, so uh, he's back at the uh, – he's at his desk and then the monster jumps in. Yeah, cause he. Oh, he says – he's in the process of saying I just have no drive for manga yeah. when
1: tsh, right through the window. I don't know how expensive that window is, but it doesn't matter now. It's yeah. broken.
0: <laughs> how how expensive is a handful of glass? That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And um, this is when Ishizumi runs and grabs a pen.
1: Yeah, I love the scene because everyone jumps or moves, and Izu's just just straight face, not not even budget. Yeah, just like so. Uh, p- puts on her best thug face,
0: <laughs> runs up, and grabs just. A pen off his desk, an old, really old pen. Yeah, probably and the first
1: one that he used. Yeah. And yeah.
0: there's this great thing because right at that moment, Aruto looks over, sees him, does do that and like smirks. He's like, huh? And then transforms <laughs> with Wing. Wing. Yeah, we could see it again. Which is cool because this is a straight transformation to a secondary form. Yep. It's the first time he's done this. Yeah. So they both come down. Hopper and Wing come down. Yeah, it's kinda weird because he it has right to go Right through Hopper. the guy's ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> But yeah. It's such a nice house. <laughs> yeah, so Hopper and Wing jumping all over the place. And uh I think he looks
1: back and as he's transformed, he says, uh, looks like you found the drive for yeah. Manga. And, you know, zooms in on the, the pen and then he basically dashes through to another zip code as we jo- you joke around, I think, yeah, in some of the earlier episodes, you say that that's one of those cut scenes where they'll just literally flip into another. Yeah, flip into a different scene. scene. Yeah, because yeah. so the next thing you know, they're in a garage. It's in a. It's like a warehouse. Yeah, suddenly they're in a
0: warehouse. Yeah, a uh, totally different scenery than. Yeah, because you actually saw like you actually saw at the start of the show an aerial shot of the horror house. There's nothing like nothing that anywhere nearby. Close. Yeah, so he and he's attacking this monster. So this yeah. fight has been going on for who knows how long. Yeah. And then, um, so they're fight. They're fighting, and he uh, then there's a shot coming from uh, outside, and it turns out that it is Vulcan in Heavy Kong form. Yeah, he's and in, punching, he's in Kong. punching Kong, and
1: the shotgun fits perfectly. Like it's not goofy. It looks like a normal weapon. gun in his hand. Yeah, like and, it actually and fits. It gives,
0: and and Punch uh, Punching Kong has the the balance of being strong enough to take the shotgun. Yeah, because you was like.
1: Oh, so it seems like this—it's able to brace itself,
0: yeah, properly. And he's
1: like, he, he comments again about how he's a guinea pig. Yep. Yeah. And, and this is one of those times where them appearing out of the clear blue sky actually makes sense because of how long we don't know how long the fight's been. There's actually yeah. another
0: scene change, so they're fighting back and forth, and then the manga—I think
1: uh, the blast actually knocks off one or two of his drills. Right? That's his not yet.
0: That's not yet, because because uh, and Izu come by, and. He is watching the fight. Oh, he's like, oh, he's got this, like, yeah, he's got his paper and his pen, and he's just and, furiously and, uh, drawing these characters. And then uh Izu throws Arto to the new form.
1: Yeah, well, no, because that's when he takes off the helmet. He takes his hands off first.
0: No, he takes his hands off, and then he, then they,
1: yeah. See, the hands were taken off by the blast, and then yeah, the but, helmet
0: was taken off by, yeah. But Aruta. he transforms before they shoot the the hands off. Oh, okay, maybe that could yeah. be. So he he transforms into. uh into the um Easy thro- Tiger throws him uh the new form which is he, like flame or so, flaming tiger yeah flaming tiger and the in the transform
1: animation is like uh Gigant Gigant uh, Gigant flames I don't it's just some english crap I'll...
0: yeah uh the flames with the powers of a 100 bombs yeah um and, and so Jin is watching this whole thing and he's angry cuz there's more pro rise so, oh, keys
1: he's got a pro rise key too well, he talks about that with with uh, Vulcan, with yeah. Vulcan,
0: and so um, it they really don't do well in joke, but I think Artis says something about how he's hot now.
1: Yeah, um, it rhymes. I uh, the second time I didn't catch it the first time. The second time I I saw is the way he was saying that it was hot was a, it was rhyme. Uh-huh. Eh. And, and Vulcan
0: has to turn away because he's laughing because he says his jokes are hot now. Yeah, so his jokes are hot too. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> this whole time, um, uh. Ichizumi is drawing this. Yeah, Ichizumi is finding passion again. He's just like, anime passion. Yeah, and by the <laughs> way, this form looks a really, really close to rushing cheetah. Like, yeah, but I think we can just stop about this form now. This is the first time those colors mat Go go. Well. Yeah, red and yellow. The red and yellow for fire. The fire. Yeah. So mm-hmm. these, because mostly the hopper parts clash with whatever yeah, he's changing for sure. into. Um, uh, I think I really like this form. It's not bad. Yeah. He like fires it, out of his hands. I like it's that cool. it has little jet nozzles in his in his palms. Uh Vulcan uses a probise key on the SH shotgun, and he shoots and he's able to break the two hand drills. And then uh Flaming Tiger uh zero one heats up and heats up the helmets and he takes and the the uh the Magir takes off the helmet. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to a manga mode.
1: Yeah, basically it
0: goes from, uh, I, I
1: want to say that it goes to Ishizumi's view of how this is inspiring. Yeah. So it's like everything that you're seeing is as if it was in a manga frame. And was with the pat-patch. The, you know, you the, the sound effects. That,
0: yeah, but in, and it's framed in manga-wise. Yeah. And uh, Zero One saying, the only thing that can stop me is you. And he does the flaming attack, this flaming slash attack, flaming impact. Yeah, flaming impact. Because they're all... Um, impact in some way, I think um yeah i think impact i think they're all impact yeah and so then it goes Jin walks away I'll and he's it. like oh like yeah you know he's just having a good
1: old time because now we know for sure based on the start of this episode that their only goal is to get combat data it's not
0: they don't they don't care about winning
1: yeah it's got nothing to do with anything they just want to see because the fight also
0: at the start they showed that there was the line of all the ones they'd gotten so far yes so they don't care about winning, they're just getting the combat data so that they can raise the arc. Yeah. And so he's just like aw shucks and walks up. It's kind of like if you get experience for losing a fight. Yeah.
1: He's like, oh, you lost yeah. the fight, but your Pokemon leveled up.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then it goes to um back to Ishizumi's house and he has one uh humagear who's working and he is drawing and he's saying that um he found his passion, Pretty much, he found his passion again. Yep. And Arteta has the manga, the 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 latest issue of the manga. So this mm-hmm. is so this must be at least a week later. Yeah, at least because the hole in the roof is healed, fixed. Right. I'm assuming uh, longer than that, but uh, yeah. So and he's looking at the manga, and it's the and he's saying this is the best issue of the manga in a long time because it's not been written by a robot. <laughs> and um and he says he's he says I got uh I got my passion and uh. His new Hema gear, which is uh, G Pen again, yeah, But okay. but, it, but he's got the uh the new driver Chevron. He says he's he's keeping up. He's got to keep up because I got this new uh with character. the back new backgrounds with the new character. And Art is all excited, and he flips over, and it's a stylized because the the manga is set in a fantasy world. Yeah. So it is a but um the common writers are definitely sci fi based. Yes. Um. But so it's a fantasy version of Kong form with the atta- attached shotgun. It's a pretty good drawing.
1: Yeah, it's 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 the punching Kong with the shotgun. Yeah,
0: so it's pretty hilarious. And he's and Arata's like, it's not me.
1: And then uh, this is funny because they made a uh, basically a pun on it, it not being him. Yeah, again. and that's how you
0: know it's not Arata. Yeah, because yeah. the punchline of all his jokes is, and that's how you know it's Arata. Yeah, and that's how you know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it's not. How you know it's not Arata. And
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's just cool seeing the the Hmong, manga. Can I not mean, be Izu asshole. is the funniest character in the whole show. She is.
0: <laughs> she is. And so then it goes to um, back to Daybreak City. Yeah. And uh, Jin is giving the Pro Rise key, or the uh, X Rise key, or whatever it's called. Yeah. To uh, Horobi. And Horobi puts it in the thing, and Jin's like, "What am I to you?" No, Horobi uh, says, "You shouldn't be focusing on getting a pro rice key." Yeah, it's not that's your not, main that's goal. It's not your thing. And Jin's like, "What am I to you?" Am I like like one of those assistants? And then Horobi stands up and
1: looks him in the eyes, like, k- Gee. <laughs> <"G- laughs> ah. only," he says. It actually says, "You're my son." Yeah, he says. Uh, and then they, so they dump that. They dump that emotional drama on us and just end the episode. Yeah, it's he's like they're speechless and that's what <laughs> And I'm the like wait, cuz
0: they don't look. But then I point out the robots. <laughs> yeah, the <they're> robots. <laughs> so it doesn't matter
1: that they don't look this or that they look the same age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just in your like How, what? You can procreate
0: or is it like a, is it like a most well, like he just built them. Yeah, the same it's way just that, he's the, the father sa- of him as this, far as the same way Vision him. is the fa- the son of Ultron. Yeah, yeah, y- exactly. Y- yeah, yeah, so um uh so yeah, I mean that was I'd like to the way they did that. So uh Let's go with uh, Saksugoi. Okay, so
1: my um, second, this one's pretty easy and something that's been kind of bothering me. And we, we already kind of brought it up as we were talking, but I understand that they have a program that lets them know when uh, Huma gears go rise or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. you know, when they change into the, the monster forms. But I don't care that you know where it is. There's no way that you suit up and mobilize in a minute and a half or whatever.
0: It's... it's- Other shows are so much worse. And just, just here uh, we are. It's like, at least in this one, they have a car. Yeah. I, I know ones in shows where they just walk everywhere, but they somehow end up there every single fight. Yeah.
1: Just every time. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, taken me out of the <laughs> story it's funny
0: what things can break your suspension of disbelief yeah, yeah they- you're like oh what launching satellites from a sp- uh, giant right. cyborg satellites from space yeah no problem what you made it there on time yeah there's just no way yeah <laughs> it's the little things that matter well in uh there's a uh, a power rangers board game okay called battle for the grit it looks really cool i want to get it but one of the things that the red ranger can do is that if he's not engaged in battle, he can just appear where another person is in battle and help out. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter where they are. This bam, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's kind of like that. Just always there. Just hearing it. Um, for me, I did not like the president, the old president's speech, Arthur's grandfather's speech. Yeah. I understand where they were going with it, but it could have been done differently. Uh-huh. A little bit. It could have been something along the lines of how, it, he could have been explaining to Izu how important Passion was. Right instead just of just help people with passion yeah. uh it just it didn't hit right yeah, it didn't ring didn't ring true i guess it's not about ring true it just didn't ring reasonable <laughs> well, that's what i mean yeah, yeah it's, it's not just whether or
1: not it, you believe it or not it's it's about whether or not it. uh i it mean was an it was impactful i way. mean
0: the idea of passion especially in like the idea of making in a creative endeavor and something like that uh-huh. is important yeah and i and i agree with that but I mean I guess
1: my point is it's not always about creating. Yeah. Like not every service requires creating. And this is where I was getting at. The difference between the two things for me is like okay, like a social care worker, you don't have to be passionate. Yeah. You just have to make sure that they get the, ro- the right medications, that you're not freaking them out over nothing, that they can you bathe them properly. In fact, a uh, a robot would be perfect because they're not going to get angry and neglect whoever yeah. they're caring for. So I don't need a I don't need a story about passion involving that, but when it comes to, you know, Something like this, it's like a story, it's an art right yep. yeah, you need a little bit of passion,
0: yeah, so I like that it was that, and I like I did also uh, I was, this is what we're talking about what we don't like um <laughs> but yeah, oh, so, true yeah <laughs> so oh, the, yeah the idea that um I understand the whole concept, I just don't think it was put quite right, right yeah, could have been worded differently. I mean it was put for kids,
1: right um gotta be easy to understand i guess
0: yeah, yeah. uh okay, Sigoy. So uh you know i
1: have I'm having trouble coming up with one. It's not that I, there's nothing I liked. It's just nothing really stood out this time. I mean, I can talk about the transformations. I can, like, I the shotgun was really cool. Yeah. I thought that was a cool um a progression, I guess, because every, we're getting a lot of upgrades. We're getting, this is our fourth uh, transform for, for the main character, Zero-One. We've gotten two for Vulcan, and I'm assuming we're coming up on two for <laughs> uh, Valkyrie, Valkyrie soon, but. Uh, so now we've got his extra weapon because, you know, he's got the handgun, but that's really his belt. Yeah. If you think about it. It's
0: his tension device. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I kind of like the shotgun. And, you know, I like that it fit with uh, punching Kong, Kong yeah, so, does uh, It doesn't look
0: ridiculous as the handgun yeah, does. Yeah, it's not like a little baby gun. My best in this is Izu. Just uh-huh. everything going through with Izu in it mm-hmm. because of the way—the uh, actress is actually really good. The fact that you can tell that Izu is growing and changing without actually doing anything differently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's the one thing I really like is that it looks like they're building up for, uh, you know, like adding humanity, which I feel like if they do it will prove Arto right? Yeah. Which is the, I feel like, the only lesson that can be taken from the story. So if they yeah. don't do it, it'd be kind of weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, but we don't, I don't know. know. I mean, things can change. <laughs> hey, it's and only episode five. Left it's turn. only episode five. But yeah, so Izu's just her, her change and without changing, I think it's just really cool. Yeah. Um. So now we have the difficulty of uh, writer ranking. Um, I hate to say it, but I think Valkyrie's just the same because she didn't even appear in this episode. Yep. I mean, the character was funny about using Vulcan as a, as a thing, but she, Valkyrie hasn't really changed as a character, no, so Valkyrie's I think it's same. still six. Definitely. Um, so now what we have to deal with is uh, Zero, One, and Vulcan. So, Zero, One, and Vulcan are respectively five and four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also, you've learned more about Zero, One, because we went back and, like, learned those different things. Mm-hmm. and 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 I didn't did, showed you those clips, so you saw, like, what was going on. Right. So, what do you think about Zero, One, now? Um, you know, it's kind of hard to say. It's not really that, do I, I mean, this episode wasn't, actually, this episode was pretty good for Arta as the fact that he, he is willing to go against his company policy for uh-huh. what he believes in. I mean, right. he got overridden. Yeah, he got yeah. overridden, but
1: it, it was a good effort. I mean, okay, see my my problem is that I like him more, but I also like Vulcan more cuz that shotgun is really cool. Yeah. Um but so, I feel like I feel like Zero One deserves to at least bump up in one way. Yeah. Um but I wonder if Kuga should drop
0: down so they both go up. Cuz yeah, my, not much change with Kuga. Yeah, should Kuga, should Kuga, Kuga go down Kuga also did have a completely stupid thing in this most recent episode where he's just like, here's scientific proof you might change into a monster. Yeah. It'll eh. be okay. Eh. It's all right, <laughs> whatever. No, I'm not dying of cancer. Whatever. <laughs> recent, like, denial. Fake news. I mean. Fake news. Uh, so
1: I- I'm going to drop Kuga down to five just to give way to, to change here. Yeah. Um, My question is, do I want to move double down to four what about Ichigo is at two that would put him to one just because if I want to shift them up to two and three but I don't know I could also drop him down two but then that would put zero one back to two and Vulcan at one which is kind of weird but double mm. see
0: I don't know this is getting weird it's getting tough yeah <laughs> personally I think it would be in my mind it would be double Ichigo uh zero one Vulcan Kuga yeah no that's where I'm. I'm going with it uh right off the bat
1: but like i was saying earlier i kind of feel like i want double to or double to shift down i just don't know so maybe i'll just give it one more week to decide if he yeah. can keep his spot because you know it's a two-hour episode maybe yeah. every even number i'll decide what i want to do with double unless something really cool the first half right yeah uh or really stupid yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so let's go with double at the top we're gonna keep Ego. well no yeah we're gonna keep ichigo at number two and then we're gonna have zero one because uh, I, I was a little too harsh with him when i dropped him from one to six uh, we're gonna have Vulcan because you know, not too bad. You know, maybe no, no, no. Vulcan, Vulcan deserves four. Okay, we're gonna give Kuga five for now, just because stupid choice. <laughs> mm. And Valkyrie's getting the short stick because she, we haven't really seen her. She's also, she's a tertiary character. in.
0: <laughs> also, when you think about that episode with Kuga, he was not support, not understanding Asakurako's feelings. No, it was very all. insensitive and <laughs> and kind of like. He was very guyish it. at that point. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, come on, <laughs> come, on. come on, gotta go, <laughs> gotta okay, go, die." See ya. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a great character still, but I mean, in that,
1: yeah, I hadn't considered that part too, but that's very true. He was very insensitive to to her side of things, and I to her like, caring. Yeah, and I feel like he's not going to learn that lesson. i mean, He might. He might. It might be one of those things where, like, look, I really need you, but that doesn't mean he understands why she deserves a little bit more respect, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's going to change my opinion right there. If, if next episode that's not addressed, that'll probably solidify his place near the bottom.
0: Yeah. Uh. So it stands with uh, Double at 1, Ichigo at two, Zero One at 3, Vulcan at 4, Kuga at 5, and Valkyrie, just for lack of things, yeah. at 6. Yeah, for lack of things. I think if she just had one really good episode, she'd
1: jump way up there. I feel like there's going to be at least something near the end of this arc. Ooh! That she might be the main thing for the second arc. Who knows? Because, I mean...
0: I mean, um, people do know, but don't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't tell me. I don't want to know. You know? I don't know. Okay, good. Don't tell. <laughs> like, I just know. Like, I just know from, like... Because I get the new episodes. I download the new episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just knowing that, like... Oh, it'll say something like, start a second arc or something like that. Yeah, okay. Or I'll see the titles here yeah. and there. yeah only so much you can keep and protect yourself yeah i mean and i also occasionally go on the common rider wiki um the cool thing about the common rider about common rider is that you can skip around on the seasons mm-hmm. like we're doing and only a few of them actually matter right and many people do what i don't i used to do and not even start a season until it's completely done and They and got all the movies <laughs> yeah
1: yeah no i can see that it's only it's only now that we can see how that's going to like, maybe hurt us, but I feel like we're far enough behind the that we can perhaps get our hand on the movie
0: to see it in uh, uh, order. So, um, I can tell you the time difference, because um, we're on episode
1: five, and the most recent episode is what?
0: The most recent episode is uh, 22? 22. So, we have 17 week- weeks to catch up. So, um, the most recent movie that just came out was Kamen Rider Zio Over Quartz. Quartzer. Over Quartzer. Um, they just make up things. Which was released in theaters in July. Came out on Blu-ray last month. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, we'd probably need to find a copy that's uh, a
0: little bit more rugged. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I already have this most recent movie. But um, no, I meant for if there's a zero one movie that's relevant to the story, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the movies come out six months afterwards. Sorry, boss, <laughs> we have to take
1: a flight to Japan for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> there's a movie we got to catch.
0: Yeah, I mean we got to do what you got to do. You know, I gotta gotta fly. <laughs> uh, the most recent coming right of the first generation. Uh-huh. It's the most recent movie for um uh, z- zero one. And it'll be released on Blu-ray on May 13th. Okay. So probably after that sometime, that was when the, the subtitle would come out. Uh-huh. So April, um, May or June. <laughs> and it came out in theaters on December 21st. Um, internationally, it released some other places. came out in March, but it came out in uh, December. Huh. So it's usually like five to six months that after the movie comes out that something is doing, and it'll it will actually uh, give you some sort of spoilers for Zio but that's a ten year gap from when you're gonna watch ZO, so yeah. you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. it's kind of like the, the movie the double movie will give you spoilers for a decade. Yeah. yeah, um, it is what it is. Yeah, it's. And it's the this movie is the eleventh crossover film, movie war film is what they're called. Oh, okay. Where the previous writer and the current writer crossover. Yeah, it's usually like the epilogue of the previous writer, and something yeah. new with the this one. So, um, and also, man, that might be crazy because Zio is about time travel. Uh, Zio being the one that's directly for Zero One. one. So, I think it actually has something to do with the daybreak incident. Be cool, so. Uh, but I have no idea if they exist in the same world because also there's alternate worlds and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And weird, uh, like where if you ever see, if you're ever looking at like anything, in uh, a writer and you find AR after uh-huh. it, the alternate versions of the characters. Huh. There is a Kuga, but then there is an alternate Kuga, uh-huh. played by a different actor. Okay, has a different. Kind of world, different feel to him entirely. Interesting. Um, and is this secondary writer in double a decade. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because <laughs> decade is about switching between realities. Okay. Okay. He's going between different writer worlds. Okay. But each one is an alternate version because it's they couldn't get the, yeah they couldn't get the same actors back. So they did different weird things. Right. <laughs> so it's all weird. But anyways, uh, so we. The next episode of Common Rider 01 is. I want to hear your voice. Huh? And I think it's going to be about the voice acting. A- no, th- the the voice actress we just saw in this episode. You think put, so? Well, yeah. I think th- I think so because I think they put too much work into those two characters. It could be. Yeah. I, I mean, it would. It'd be interesting. Uh, you know, a little little carryover. Yeah. Because that'd be nice. Nice. I think it's going to go the other way about someone who likes their humor maybe too much.
1: Yeah, that seemed relevant. Yeah, it does seem like he was getting a little protective or obsessive. Like, he he looked way too happy. While I don't he think was... it's
0: going to be a romance. I think it's going to be like no, father-daughter no, no. yeah, type fa- thing. I feel like maybe he's going to have some because personal they don't, connection. I, I mean, it's still a kid's show. They're not gonna yeah, be... I feel
1: like he's going to have some personal connection to somebody. But I think it will no also longer...
0: parallel the whole father-son thing between right. uh, Jin and uh, Horobi.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then also, um, it
0: might even they might uh, there might be some things we might get some explanation about uh Arta's uh-huh. robot dad. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that maybe
1: it's gonna some have people him... at this
0: point because I'm I, I listen to a couple podcasts that are like at the same point as us. Uh-huh. They came out months ago, but then I just won't listen to them until after right, we watched right, right. the episodes and done ours. Uh, which is a way because they're really deep into the community at Common Writer. Okay. at that point, right? So like months ago. And so it's a way for me to get, like, some information from the Kalmanator community without actually having to go there. Right. Which is and great. And be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> but they were talking about how, um, at this point, people are wondering if Arnota might be a advanced human gear. Could be. It's not impossible.
1: I just feel like that'd be kind of
0: cheap. Yeah. I mean, they've done things
1: like that before. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to put anything past the show. <laughs> just that I feel like, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I guess on one hand, it bridges the gap. It kind of it would be a completed story arc as far as you know, he likes human gears. Are human gears really like kind of human?
0: Is there humanity around them? And then he's a human Huma Huma gear, is. Is. yeah. So, but no, he, I think he's example. a human who was raised by human That's gears. what I think, yeah. I think the human gear who is like his quote unquote dad that we saw earlier is actually like his real dad died, and his yeah. grandfather made a human gear who looked like his dad, yeah,
1: to, to kind of make it so he doesn't have to find out the truth so soon I suppose maybe he can or just cuz he was busy yeah cuz you know a <laughs> kid needs a father
0: yeah or a robot dad or a robot daddy <laughs> <laughs> okay anything else on this episode uh no just uh
1: what okay so we we're coming back but our very very next episode is going to be common rider oh uh, one, Ichigo.
0: Yeah, Kamen Rider. It's going to be out.
1: episode six of Shoah. Yep. Back to 1971. Grim Reaper Chameleon. R- Grim Reaper Chameleon. You know, I don't think that we mentioned the name last time because this is the first time I remember hearing it. Yeah, I think
0: so. Yeah. <laughs> Grim Reaper Chameleon. Um, oh, I remember this one. I'm just glancing at some of the uh, 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 names and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Uh, uh. <laughs> Grim Reaper Chameleon. Chameleon.
1: Okay, so that's what we're going to be doing with episode 21 of our podcast.
0: Once again, that'll bring us to the end of our episode. We just want to remind you that riding Through the Ages is a production of Fanboy Opinion. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. If you want to find out what's going on, you can look us up at fanboyopinion.com. You can follow us on Twitter at fanboyopinion underscore... You can follow us at fanboy underscore opinion. If you want to rate it and review us on whatever podcast you found us, if you can't find us there, let us know. My name is Eric.
1: And I'm Eugene.
0: And we will see you next time.